Right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast. Lyric, uh, us. Happy year. Still to be happy about. You're up too old. Job's not finished. Legacy is what you leave behind. Leadership is how you are defined. Tomorrow, I don't know the sun gon' shine. So today, I'm trying to replenish my mind. Legacy leader, yeah. Legacy leaders, yeah. Legacy leaders, yeah. Legacy. I'm gonna put that volume on and low. Yeah, right in the background. Legacy leaders. This is another episode of our cold boot and convos. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur and have the entrepreneurial spirit, if you're constantly thinking about how to create value and build a new business, are you trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones? If you answer yes to any of those, then we are here to talk to you uh, within the Legacy Leadership Podcast overall and definitely on our cold boot and convos with your L3G coaches. We are here with you this evening. Uh, I am Coach Jimmy G Jr. alongside my homeboy, my little homie, a.k.a. Trey Deuce, Devon Watts Jr. Here. And then we have our special guest. You just heard his voice. Lyrics are us, uh, a team member, good friend, another little homie. Uh, we got Rico. Rico, also known as Cardo, again, lyrics are us, uh, is live with us on a podcast. We've been talking about it for some time now. We finally got him on with us. Uh, so we are excited. How you fellas doing this evening? Man, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely a blessing to be here. Thank you for having me. No, absolutely, man. I, like it, it's, it, it, I think it's past due. So, uh, But it's all God's timing. Uh, today is May 26th. Uh, it has been a good week for me so far. Um, we just had another episode that launched today. Uh, which is the last episode of season two, uh, which was titled More Than a Pod. Uh, and today's episode that just dropped was off season. Um, inspired by little J. Cole. Yeah, man. Uh, We've been stuck on that album. We have been, yeah. It's some good music, though. It's, it's, it's a good backdrop. I, I, I have to. I, I have to. Um, I think this is the right audience to to, to definitely tie in um, my sort of personal uh, relationship with J Cole. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear. It. Let's hear. It. <laughs> this is this is it, man. I saw I saw when you guys dropped the uh, the off season title. Um, first of all, without a doubt, my favorite artist by far. But if I can share just the the funniest story. So back in college, man, I. Um, I had an opportunity, believe it or not, to open up for J. Cole. I remember the story. And, and I hope this thing makes it to J. Cole right now, and he's just kind of tuning in to Podbean, or we could hashtag him, whatever. Hell yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, man, I was a part of this this group called uh, Slumdog Billionaires. Uh, basically, just a bunch of college kids with too much time on our hands. We should have been studying. We should have been doing what we are supposed to be doing. But we were making rap music and we were stirring up a buzz on campus. And um, one of the ways that we wanted to kind of quickly 
build our following is we saw an opportunity to perform at the Battle of the Bands. This was at the University of Massachusetts in about 2010. <laughs> J. Cole was was touring. Uh, his 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 main album debut uh, wasn't Friday Night Lights. It was um, uh, I can't be a Cole fan and not remember his second album. It's not going to come to mind right now. Uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, we make it all the way up into the third round as finalists. Um, and then it comes time for the judges to deliberate, you know, how to use like the whole audience meter, mm -hmm. like, you know, there you go. And so, man, we're, we're over here nervous. We were going up against some real competition, bro. These bands had like tubas and trombones. Like these guys came like rock, rock garage band ready to kill it. Um, I'd be surprised if some of those guys didn't make it big. Now nah, I have no idea what they're doing, but nonetheless, <laughs> we get down to us and another band. And as the judges are deliberating, my buddy, who is no longer my buddy because of this, <laughs> he had his Kanye West moment <laughs> and uh, decided to jump on stage while the judges were deliberating. And he, he said some stuff that didn't sit well with the judges in terms of like the demographics of the audience and things like that. And I just looked up and just facepalm like, yo, what is he doing so sure enough, judges run up stage, man. They grab the mic from Cat and they're like, hey, bro, sorry, but you guys are disqualified. And, and sorry to tell you, but we were actually going to split time with you and the other band to actually open for J. Cole. So there we go, man. I so, got, so, yeah. so the real yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, D. Well, hold on. I want you to sound effect on the go. I'm trying to find a good one. I'm trying to find a good one, I guess. <laughs> We'll, we'll give we'll give a boo to uh to your homeboy. That's facts. Yeah. Boo and That's facts. Yeah. So, so the real question, real question is, is which one of y'all tried, tried to uh, shoot the fair one? With oh, bro, I think I think uh, <laughs> if I see Buddy today, he's out in L.A. <laughs> kind of doing his thing as like a as like a up and coming artist still and. Um, you know, it's, it's really nothing but love at this point, man. Shout out Greg Stutz, whatever he's doing right now. I think he's still doing his music stuff. But, uh, yeah, he, he'd still probably have to square up with me at this point, man. It's one time. <laughs> just like. That was just shot, bro. You could have been on the offseason. Off Easy. Easily. Easily. <laughs> That's funny. I, I remember the first time you told me that story. I had completely forgotten. So, uh, yeah, definitely very, very fitting. Uh, but, D, won't you, you know, kind of break down the the inspiration? I don't know if if we kind of ever explained that, you know, but for our Podbeam followers, you know, when you when you take a look and obviously we post it on, on our social media. So I will say before we continue on, uh, if you are a new listener and we thank you, if you are a loyal listener, we definitely, definitely appreciate you as well. Um, go ahead and. Uh, make sure that you follow if you're not following us already on Podbeam. Uh, go ahead and give this episode a like. Uh, you may be seeing this at some point on our YouTube channel. So if you are one of our viewers and if you're a Podbeam follower and you haven't followed us and subscribed on YouTube, go ahead and do that. Uh, but yeah, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Legacy in Leadership Podcast. That is the name of the YouTube channel. Um, and like this video, leave us, a comment, <laughs> leave us some reviews. We definitely, definitely appreciate that. Uh, but the point that I wanted to make is it, when you look at the artwork, D is kind of the one that I kind of he is the one that comes up with the artwork and the name of the episode. And then I kind of, do, uh, you know, the, the same type of work for the YouTube channel. So I'm curious. I mean, I kind of know, but I want you to explain D kind of what inspired 
the name of the episode that just dropped today and of course the artwork the artwork that goes with that yeah man so twofold right the first is obviously you know we're getting ready to go into our off season for all intents and purposes seeing as we are shutting down season two um, taking a one month hiatus like we normally do to strategize the plot the plan to do all of that mm-hmm. right um and then come back for the start of season three and so the off season um is obviously appropriate because you know any of you guys that have played sports you know that your off season is used for two things it's for recovery and it's for getting better mm. right and um that's exactly where our head is at you know getting ready to go into you know just kind of a little one month hiatus before kicking off season three uh and also the you know kind of inspired directly by that by the album uh, what I really appreciated about this offering from Cole is two things, man. One, you can see the hunger and the desire to continue to grow, um, which is definitely something that resonates with, uh, you know, Jimmy, myself, uh, you know, Rico and, you know, kind of the entire L3G movement that we've been, you know, building over this past year or so. Um, so you hear that, but then you also hear the importance of, um, you know, just kind of like family, right? Family and relationships throughout the album. Um, and again, when we talk about legacy and what legacy means for us, it really comes down to those three areas, right? It comes down to, to faith. It comes down to family. Um, and of course it comes down to finances. And if you're listening to the album too, he's talking that talk on there too, letting y'all know, you know what I mean? The, the, the boy has made it. He's very successful. Right. And yet that success does not breed complacency. Um, and so, uh, yeah, man, it's just, uh, you know, symbolic of everything that we're about in our makeup. And so, yeah, I, I had to go out that way with the off season as a title and then also the cover art to co-sign it too, um, just to send a message to our listeners and our other uh, legacy leaders out there, uh, what they can expect from us, uh, you know, coming up in season three. Perfect. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, again, we've, we've been, yeah, we've just been listening to the album since it came out and um, the album is fire. And, you know, if, if you're a loyal listener, again, if you listen to our intros, um, gotten a little bit away from it, but there's definitely been enough podcast episodes where uh, we just have, you know, we, we definitely have a, a huge love and appreciation for hip hop. Both Devon and Rico uh, are artists. They, they, they write, they're lyricists. They've done their thing in the past, continue to do their thing. Uh, so that is definitely woven into the DNA of L3G for sure. Um, and sports, you know, so we'll, we'll every once in a while talk a little bit about that and, and come up with our analogies because it's just fitting to us. Um, so shout out to, uh, to Rodney Max that is with us live on the podcast. Uh, and of course, the beautiful, lovely Miss Pretty, uh, S. Gonza. Got to give a shout out to the wifey. I see you, Stacy. Um, to our heart heroes out there, give us some hearts, give us some likes. We definitely appreciate that. Um, hey, it helps with the algorithm too. So keep hitting that button. We definitely appreciate that. Um, but we, again, we, we definitely wanted to jump into season two, kind of go through our, our catalog for season two, break down some of our favorite episodes, hear from Rico, see what maybe was some of his highlights. There was any specific golden nuggets uh, that, uh, that he took away from any of the episodes uh, this year. Just a really, really quick recap. Uh, season two, more than a pod. Yet, um, if you're new with us, maybe you don't know. So I'll briefly go through that. Uh, as we started to close out 2020, the podcast was going very, very well. Uh, Devon and I knew that we wanted to to take what we were doing 
uh, to another level. So we started the Legacy Leadership Learning Group, which is our company, our business. Uh, we got with Rico, brought him on board as well. Uh, and we knew that we had a bigger vision. Uh, our passion was very strong. We had a bigger vision for what we were trying to bring to uh, the community. That has evolved and that has grown uh, over the last four or five months. But at the beginning of 2021, that was the statement that we were making, that this is more than just a podcast. <clears throat> But we also knew that you know we wanted to to have a better strategy and be a little bit more intentional and in planning the the episodes that we were going to uh, to bring to our community and all of our, our lovely listeners and legacy leaders out there. Um, so we started off January with um, a lot of goal setting. That was some of the topics. The very first episode, besides the season preview, uh, was talking about what is the you know, the difference and some of the things that we were hearing, you know, within the streets and kind of within the industry, but also just our opinion on what are the advantages of getting uh, a traditional education as opposed to maybe getting a certification and kind of going that route. So that was really the first official episode of uh, season two, which definitely got a lot of, was a lot of feedback that we got from that, a lot of uh, online conversations and offline conversations about that particular topic. Um, and I know that was kind of generated by by one of our, our loyal listeners and followers and a friend of yours, Devon. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Sohail, a uh, shout out to uh, Sohail Merchant. Um, I guess MD, it would be the appropriate way to, to address him. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, shout out to Sohail. Like, um, you know, he just, he inquired just about the value from what we're seeing right now in the industry and, you know, what we've uh, been able to um, glean from just like kind of navigating recruiting and all that stuff and making higher decisions like what what is the real value at the end of the day in the marketplace uh, for traditional education versus non-traditional education in terms of like certifications and all those other things man and we had a lot of robust discussion about that when we dropped the podcast definitely some differing perspective which i think obviously is to be expected you know especially if um you know people are using as a frame of reference their own experiences Right. Um, their own experiences. And I think really what it comes down to at the end of the day is um, for anybody that's trying to make those decisions. Right. You have to be able to effectively uh, just kind of calculate for what you're trying to pursue. Right. Mm -hmm. What's going to give you the biggest return on your investment. Right. Are you operating in an industry that gives more credence to certifications and hands on experience and vocational <clears throat> education versus, you know, getting a degree in communications? Or are you pursuing a degree in the sciences where, again, <clears throat> like, I, like I mentioned in the episode before, um, ain't nobody trying to see a doctor who, uh, you know, uh, learned by apprenticeship or learned on YouTube, you know what I mean? Like, nah, fam, I ain't, I, I don't, that's, that's the one YouTube university degree I can't rock with, bro. Like, it's not happening. So, um, so yeah, man, it, it, that was definitely, a, I think, a, a good way to start off uh, the season um, but I was more excited about how the season just continued to evolve, right? How the season continued to evolve, man. Um, one of the things that uh, actually stood out to me, um, and I know that you're going to get to this, but the evolution of our NBA series over the season. Mm -hmm. um, I just really thought that, uh, you know, I was really proud of that and how, how we continue to grow that. Uh, specifically because, you know, the NBA uh, segment has always gotten a lot of great feedback um, from our listeners. And for those who are not familiar with the NBA segment, in case, you, you know, you're just catching up right now, and that's totally fine. Uh, but we have a segment that we do as a part of the podcast called Mentored by Adversity. 
And in that segment, we bring on uh, an established professional entrepreneur from different walks of life to ask them how did they get their MBA in leadership, right? How were they mentored by adversity and that caused them to become a leader? Um, and in season one, some of the folks that we got the opportunity to just kind of talk with and, and learn from and learn about, um, you know, we were super proud of, but we had a mission in season two to get, to go bigger, right? To be able to um, identify folks that are not necessarily, you know, within our immediate sphere, right? Mm -hmm. And to connect with some other professionals and guests out in the industries. Um, and we were able to achieve that, man. And um, we had two, two uh, multiple international guests, right? With, um, you know, our MBA session with Shannon, uh, who's the director of marketing communications for uh, Podbean. So shout out to Shannon. Mm -hmm. We got to hear her story while we caught up with her uh, in Spain. So like three o'clock our time <laughs> Eastern, um, we caught up with her in Spain. And then our most recent one, we rounded out our MBA series with um, Sunil uh, Godsey, who um, is a well-known author, uh, entrepreneur, and a consultant in the field of intuitive branding and intuition um, as a leader. Uh, and he is out of Canada. So, um, you know, we got a little bit of maple syrup flavor on the podcast, uh, which was cool to, to hear from. Um, and man, just really, really proud of the work that we were able to do with the NBA series. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the first month in January, uh, again, we were really focusing on, um, obviously that, that one episode about, you know, what's the difference between college versus certifications. Uh, and then we started to get into goal setting, behavior versus outcome-based goals, how to how to really goal set and persevere, um, and how that leads to success, right? Um, and then the first MBA was really about Kobe. We didn't obviously have a guest, but it was right around the time that uh, it was an anniversary of his death, and we just felt like it was fitting as well um, to to highlight Kobe Bryant's leadership skills, uh, which led us into the month of February. Uh, which was a great month. Even if you look at those podcast episodes, some of the, the highest downloads per episode, uh, I think one of them has already gone uh, 300 plus. Uh, but how to uh, how grit leads to success, uh, four tips to develop resilience and, and really talking about what is resilience. Uh, and then the, the last one of February was mastering resilience and really 10 ways that it can it can help turn you into a phenomenal leader. Uh, and again, then that was capped off uh, with our Mentored by Adversity series with Shannon, uh, which was super helpful. And again, we are grateful to Shannon and to the folks at Podbean. Uh, you know, we were featured on Podbean uh, as, as a highlighted uh, podcast show on the app itself, which is phenomenal because that definitely helped us to, to grow our reach. Uh, and some of you may have joined and started following us because, you know, you saw the ad and, and saw us displayed uh, prominently in that way. So definitely, again, super, super appreciative and very grateful to Shannon and to Poppy uh, for that. Um, but again, it's recognition for what we've been doing for the show that we've put together and how it's been reaching and touching people and just providing uh, good content and a lot of golden nuggets that people have uh, been expressing in various ways that they're getting a lot of value from. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so then that led us, led us into March. Uh, where we switched it up a little bit. I have been using mind maps for at least 15 years, if not more. Uh, but we really felt like it would be cool to start diving into 
mind mapping and what that really is. So we talked about five challenges that mind mapping will help you to overcome, elevating your business for our entrepreneurs out there and small business owners, elevating your business with mind mapping. Uh, and then we talked about like, how do you get your life right? How do you get your life right uh, and organize your life using mind mapping as well? Uh, so those were, again, the, the main uh, focuses for us in the month of March. Uh, as we finished up the month of March, um, then we started to, to switch gears because uh, we know and, and a lot of the episodes this season in particular really had to do with self-leadership and how you lead yourself. Uh, so then it, it, we started getting into your inner circle and how important it is to to be mindful of who's in your inner circle uh and for for myself you know these two gentlemen that i have on all with us right now again that are part of the team they are definitely two of those gentlemen that are in uh, my inner circle uh, but just the importance of of having a an inner circle making sure that you have toxic personalities uh, understanding what those toxic personalities are and making sure they are not in your inner circle or if you see them do what you need to do to get them out of your inner circle why you should keep it small and then how do you remove people if you realize that that needs to be done um that kind of also coincided with uh just a lot of conversations that devon and i were having personally about the joe budden podcast uh and you know the just the the story and kind of the mess that that particular crew in that podcast has been going through. Uh, so it was cool to have some, even though we had examples from our own life, but also see some examples out there uh, kind of in the same industry uh, that we can glean from, talk about, and, and also, again, you know, inter, intertwine that within the conversations regarding your inner circle overall. Yeah, this one um, definitely hit home with me real quick, uh, Jim. Um, I think for me, it was, um, kind of transitioning from, from that off-season mentality, right? And uh, just to, to gonna work a little bit backwards here, but yeah. season being like the last episode that you guys dropped. But for me in my personal life, my off-season was, was the year 2020. Um, and I think maybe a lot of people may have experienced uh, that whether you liked it or not, right? You were kind of at home or um, just things were shut down. So a lot of opportunity to self-reflect and, and really try to scope like, man, like what is it that like is important to me in life? What isn't important anymore? Um, and then transitioning to that, that inner circle episode, um, it was profound for me to, to step back and realize like, man, like I don't connect with people enough who I uh, you know, value, who I say I value, I might say these things or, or, or we might encounter each other but like, what is the consistent nature? What is the intentional nature of kind of coming together mm. to ensuring that like that inner circle? And for me, I had to kind of tap into like what my very first friends group was and where we all are right now. So obviously very bold to just kind of shoot from the hip and reach out to people that you haven't spoken to in like five, seven, 10 years even. Um, but, you know, I was able to get a, a group of guys together and, um, currently hosts like a, a mini men's group, if you will, or a uh, my brother's keeper is what I call it sort of group. But from that experience, and Devon had the honor of being a part of one of those series last week, um, I think it's allowed for us to kind of get together, man, and, and really understand that we've all kind of taken 
similar to different walks of life and different paths in life, but how can we still hold each other accountable? Um, you know, it was funny because like from that initial invite, I had people who, you know how it goes, man, when you got people from, from back in the day, maybe they, they used to call you a nickname and you ain't like it, right? Yeah. So there was a, a guy on there that we called out and he was like, man, bro, man, miss me with all that, man. I'm I'm big. I'm grown man now. <laughs> and he obviously just wasn't having it. And so he politely declined to, to uh, you know, be a part of the reunion. And I have to respect that. You know, we, we all changed. We transformed. Uh, but just that inner circle component, man, so big for me. And I know that, that there's a lot of things that I'm still learning from those guys. And I hope that we I continue to see those sessions grow. So it was really good that you guys touched about the value of uh maintaining, identifying, and understanding that inner circle of, uh, of people. So talk to me a little bit more about that. Was I know that Dee had an opportunity to be a part of, you know, one of those sessions. Um, was that the, I don't think that was the first one, right? You already had a few of them? Yeah, so the, um, the reflection for me was kind of thinking back on 2020. And uh, man, I used to do this cheesy thing and, and call it cheesy or not. But every Thanksgiving for me was the day that I thought it was like the appropriate day to like physically call everyone in my contact list. Like, I want you to hear my voice. I want you to know that I'm thinking about you. I want to express a happy Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. Um, and so because you like to eat. I, I do love to eat, <laughs> but man, I steered away from that in, in, the, in the recent years. In the past two or three years, I just haven't done it. And I wanted to kind of understand what is it that kind of kept me from reconnecting with people? What is it that uh, prevents me from initiating that first call? Sometimes it's about pride, right? It's like, man, you know, these, these people, they don't call me. I'm not going to reach out and connect with them or whatever the case may be. So putting all of those things aside, I reached out to... A, a inner circle of young men in the relationship that we all had was that we all grew up in Fort Pierce, Florida. Um, most of us, if not, if not all of us were Haitian and we all grew up in the same church. So mm. like a lot of us didn't go to the same school, but every, every weekend I grew up seven day Adventist. So every Saturday I'm seeing these boys. Right. And so we had that, that type of relationship that I couldn't really have that with anyone else because this was the, the, the circle that, um, through our parents' decisions, through, um, you know, just life that it kind of forced us upon each other. And so I reconnected with a lot of those guys and, um, was very mindful, first and foremost, of everyone's time. You know, a lot of people here were, were parents or, uh, you know, we work, we, we have different obligations. And so the soft introduction to this was, man, this is not going to be anything that I'm going to be beating you guys across the head with. I'm talking like a quarterly meeting, right? So what, three times, four, uh, four, three times, four times a year, right? Mm -hmm. And so let's just kind of organize something on a weekend I'll send out a, a, a poll. We choose the date. We choose the time. And then we're just going to get in there. We're just going to talk. And we have four pillars that we sort of abide by. We're, we're there uh, for brotherhood. Uh, we're there for accountability. We're there to keep it real. Um, and we're just there to really just look out for each other. Just positivity. Like, that's all it's about, right? And so that is pretty much the... Um, the inception of like when all of that began. So we're, we're only on like our third meetup for the year, 
Um, so we technically only have one more. And I know that I, my numbers don't add up, right? I said quarterly and it's only <laughs> June. So we snuck in another meeting, I think, because um, at the request of some other guys. But it was really great to have someone like Devon come in there, share perspective, talk a little bit about later, uh, legacy leadership. Um, but yeah, that that's the origin of like how that uh, happened. No, that's dope. Um, so D, I mean, I know you shared it with me, but you know, coming from kind of the outside and coming into this group, you know, share with us maybe your your insight and, and you know your your perspective on what was going on, uh, and you know, kind of the impact that it made on you as well with the relationships that you kind of quickly built, and and obviously representing who we are and what we do with that particular group. Yeah, what I will say, man, is that, you know, it's crazy how tangible the energy is when you're connected to a similar tribe, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I think one of the things that was apparent, right, like from the moment that I was able to hop on and um, is the the energy was reciprocated like immediately. You could just tell like you were in the presence of other individuals who were wired and motivated off of, like I mentioned before, kind of those same three tenets that, uh, you know, we talk about or, you know, we talk about when we think about uh, when we think about legacy, right? These are folks that are focused on their family. They're focused on their faith. These are men that are focused on their family, focused on their faith, focused on their finances. And we're all trying to get in our own uh, respective ways. Um, And so what was kind of cool, too, man, is just the. you know, this world is so large, man, but it's also so small. Uh, so, like, you know, we hopped on, uh, and there was uh, one cat in particular, like, uh, he, like when he hopped on and he saw me, he's like, yo, it's Devon. And uh, I think I was sharing with you, Jimmy, like, I had no frame of reference of, um, you know, bro at all, right? I think it was the Denard, maybe. Um, but I had, like, no frame of reference at all, right? So I'm like, oh, snap. Uh, and, uh, Rico's like, yo, you know, you know, Devon. And he was like, well, yeah, I know of him. Right. And, um, he's like, yeah, you said it was going to be somebody I didn't know, but I I know of him. And so, um, I was just kind of going through that in my head, like, okay, well, you know, I, I, obviously I don't want to be rude. Like, man, where do I know bruh from? And so we started going back and forth. And again, we didn't know each other, um, directly, like we had direct dealings, but, he ended up like knowing people that were in my my circle and my sphere, and like kind of going back to some of the things we talk about with legacy, man. It's not often that you get um, exposed to uh, the impact or the reputation that you create for yourself after you leave a space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that was really a really really cool way to start it. And then when we got into it, man, one of the things that I just super uh, really appreciate or respected is a whole. Uh, segment that Rico does, and uh, obviously Rico's a you know a, just a naturally gifted facilitator. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have a front row seat to see him grow in that space. Um, even as he's going down the ID path, like you can't, um, you know, you don't forget, you know, that kind of that muscle memory of you know, facilitating the discussion and things like that, right? Um, and but the segment that I really appreciated, there was a segment that was in there that was around like the goal getters. Right. And the whole concept was like, hey, let's talk about this is a space for um, accountability. This is a space for, you know, speaking life into your goal and kind of what you're getting after. Right. Because I think a lot of times we we tend to uh, maybe internalize and shepherd, you know, whatever our goals or our desires are 
uh, you know, from others and from the world out of fear that it's not going to be received properly and it's not going mm -hmm. to get supported or nurtured. And, you know, this goal getter approach was all about fostering a safe environment for us to hear what you're trying to get after, provide words of encouragement, provide words of support, celebrate your successes, um, and then um, be able to hold you accountable and be a cheerleader for you as you pursue whatever the next goal was, man. So it was just super dope to hear everybody kind of share, you know, either what they've accomplished or what's on their radar, what their, cha you know, what their challenges are. And it's just like real conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah. This. Go ahead. No, the the, the segment Devon's referring to is our, our "Go Get It" goal segment. You can't spell goal without G O. You got to go after it and go get it. And so, uh, the, I appreciate you um, reflecting on that and how that resonated with you, Devon. Yeah, bro. And the, so, I think the other thing that was like you know kind of cool about it. Um, just from that experience, right? Like, you know, you hear us talk about this before and especially, you know, for, um, you know, some of our, our, our men out there, um, you can relate. It almost feels like we don't always have, you know, these safe spaces to be able to, to communicate and um, <clears throat> kind of share some of the weight that, that we carry, you know, as men, as, as you know, uh, people that are leading our households or you yeah. know, nav navigating these spaces, right? Outside of like, again, you know, maybe the barbershop um, you know, um, you know, maybe, you know, the gym or the park or whatever. And it was cool to see Rico and these other group of men create that space and say like, Hey, we don't, you know, you don't need the barbershop, the bar or the gym, the basketball court. Right. <clears throat> we don't need to wait till those moments to have these type of real life conversations. We can just be intentional, do the link up, have, you know, have our conversations, right, and create this safe space, man. And so um, I was super geeked, man. I, I thought it was great. Got a chance to run my mouth a little bit about what we're doing here with the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, the Legacy and Leadership uh, Learning Group, um, which the team, you know, the squad seemed to um, rock with and had a lot of really good discussion about it. And, you know, now I, I continue to stay plugged in with the group and the group chat uh, and the whole nine, man. So, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely, uh, I definitely walked away just, you know, kind of uh, impressed, uh, thankful for the opportunity um, and refreshed to be able to, you know, kind of connect with this, this broader tribe, um, this broader tribe of like-minded men. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could definitely touch on this. Uh, that's dope. Um, I know I had something going on that particular day, so I was not able, uh, I was at church. I was at church and serving uh, at that time, so I wasn't able to join, but definitely uh, happy that that Devon was able to join and yeah, looking forward to the next opportunity. Uh, obviously, man, we're just proud of you, Rico, and, and taking that step, uh, which is you know part of the same thing. I think that fueled you to make that move is is also part of what's fueling Devon and myself. Right? Is um, you know men, men of color, um, people that that look like us, but also you know around the same age and. And again, they vibing with the same type of things that we think about that is important to us, our family, our faith, uh, finances, and even fitness. You know, we talk a lot about mental health and physical health and spiritual health and emotional health and just doing the things that we need to do as men uh, to to individually focus on those things. But how do we, you know, be my brother's keeper, right? And hold each other accountable and be a source of encouragement, of support for one another. Um, and then going even deeper as far as helping, you know, men who are entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs or small business owners and really helping them to not just start a business, which is very easy to do in 2021, 
but keep the business, sustain the business, and then scale the business. Um, so, of course, again, that's why you you fellows are, are part of my inner circle because of those same passions, visions, and shared faith and beliefs that we have. Um, but I just want to kind of reset as we had some folks that have just joined us live. Uh, again, thank you if you are one of our live listeners right now on the Podbeam app. We appreciate that. Um, we're going through a recap of season two, um, moments within the episode and just moments to spark other uh, opportunities for us along the way. Uh, and if you want to join in the conversation, if you've been a, a loyal listener, uh, you've been listening to any of the episodes within season two. Uh, and there were some golden nuggets or some moments that really stood out to you. If you want to leave something in the comments or if you want to join in the call, you can do that too. Again, uh, this is an opportunity, not just for the three of us to, to talk and run our miles and have a conversation. We would love for you guys to join in on the conversation as well. Um, again, this is Cold Brewing Convos with your L3G coaches. So let's continue the conversation. Um, we talked about uh, January, right? Kind of that that first part of the, the quarter in the season. Uh, and then we got into... Um, February and March was we all about mind mapping, which we kind of call March mind madness, I think, or mind mapping madness uh, was the theme for that particular month. Uh, and then as we continue to to roll through, we started talking about your inner circle and how important that is. And we, we capped that, but also began the the new series, uh, Devon Mitchell NBA series with uh, Sunil Gatsi, and he was focusing on intuitive, excuse me, intuition but intuitive decision making and intuitive branding for our entrepreneurs and again, small business owners out there. So another phenomenal guest uh, had a great, uh, really great, two great conversations. That uh, MBA series was broken up into two different parts. So you can catch either one of those. Uh, again, one is more of the, the typical MBA format. And then we got him on again, Devon uh, covered that one by himself. Uh, and Sunil just went in on intuitive branding and what that means and how you can build trust uh, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, really within 14 seconds uh, and make an impression and obviously look to to connect, build a community, sell your products and services as well. So if you haven't listened to that one, definitely, definitely suggest you do so. Yeah, actually, that's one of the things, too, man, I, I really like about um, how uh, season two has evolved, right, specifically with the NBA in the first season. Um, again, we were hearing people's stories and there's a lot that you can learn just by hearing somebody's story and how they got to where they got. Right. But we also wanted to couple that with bringing back a specific message and being able to teach having these folks who are experts in their respective fields be able to pour into and teach, you know, um, our legacy leaders. Right. And our entrepreneurs out there that are following us and listening to us. And um, that's one of the things I'm, I'm also just super proud of, man, because. You know, it's about bringing back the information so that mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, entrepreneur leaders out there, the folks that are rocking with us, you walk away with these golden, these truly these golden nuggets that you can then, you know, um, cash in and, uh, you know, establish a foundation for whatever it is you're building or a foundation of gold. You know what I mean? A foundation of gold and whatever you're building. And so um, I love that. You know what I mean? Um you know, I was more than more than uh, glad to be able to, you know, just kind of hold down for for us, um, you know, in uh, part two of the NBA series with Sunil and um, cover that part of the field, man. That really, I, you know, I tried to do um, as little interjection as possible, and as much ISO as possible, because I wanted it to be just like chock full of 
just nuggets and him breaking down all of these things, right? And it's, you know, a million dollars worth of game, you know, for, you know, free 99, nothing more than the cost of your time. If you really just listen and you break down and you take away some of those nuggets around intuitive branding, uh, intuition, how that plays into your decision making, how people leverage that, um, you know, those teachings that he's been sharing in order to build six figure and seven figure businesses, right? And so hopefully our, our legacy leaders who have listened to those appreciate the nuggets that he was dropping along the way. Because um, again, like I said, you know, a lot of that stuff, you know, would normally come with a consultation fee um, and, and, and uh, you know, a retainer. And we were fortunate enough to, through this platform to be able to bring that to our legacy leader community uh, for free 99. That deserves a golden nugget. Like you said, a million dollar worth of game for free 99. I love that. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, yes. So again, Shout out to to the wifey. I had to uh, intuitively make the right decision uh, and make sure that she was taken care of for her birthday, which was uh, the evening that you recorded. So uh, teamwork, man. Teamwork makes the dream work. Appreciate my homeboy holding it down the fort. Um, and yeah, off on the island by himself and doing his thing. But, uh, but we know that we can we can do that. We can rest assured that he's going to take care of business. So uh, so that was Sunil Gatsi, which I was really excited, man, about the next series. And, and if you haven't really peeped, uh, we have definitely been known as this kind of just a format where like we really love giving you series. And, you know, within a matter of three weeks, just getting a particular topic and hitting it from all angles and really taking a deep dive uh, as an entrepreneur, an entree leader out there, how you make the de make decisions is critical, critical, critical uh, to, to starting a business. Again, uh, keeping and sustaining a business. If you have employees or people on your team, the decisions that you make to, to build people into your team, again, who's in your inner circle or not, super critical mess. I was excited about um, this last month and really the last few weeks uh, and, and really diving into those particular topics and, and decision making. Um, so that's really how we've we've ended up. Right. We talked about five uh, tips to develop uh, an effective decision making mindset because we really felt like we want to focus on mindset first and making sure that we gave you what you needed to know to get your mind right. And then once you have your mind right, then we can start to break down some of uh, the strategies. So then we talked about. Um, you know, things that you should avoid and really think about kind of some pitfalls that one can fall into uh, when it comes to decision making. Uh, and then last but not least, we gave you seven strategies to make faster and smarter decisions, which, again, is the episode that just dropped today. Uh, and then throughout, we were definitely sprinkling in, uh, sprinkling in cold brews and convos. Uh, we had a special guest on one of our last ones uh, where we talked about employees returning to work. Uh, with Ricky Baez, who's a good friend of ours, uh, has his own podcast, HR Talk, uh, and Baez Co-Learning, which is a company that he has founded and had for several years. So he is also an entrepreneur himself. Uh, so it was cool to be able to have him on and just talk about some some topics that were going on kind of real time within the day, uh, especially as people look at going back to work. Do I want to go back to work in the sense of going back into the office uh, how companies are making decisions to prepare their leaders and to prepare their employees for that next stage and what that looks like. Um, it's a really, really good conversation. If you haven't listened to that, uh, definitely again, suggest you listen to that one as well, uh, because Ricky is just hilarious and we always have a ton of laughs, <laughs> when he is in the house and, and chopping up with us on the podcast. 
Yeah, a thousand percent, man. That's my dog, Ricky. Ricky's our our, our good our folks. Uh, again, I've said it before. I'll say it again, man. It's not often that uh, you end up, you know, kicking it off and having a dope relationship with your HR partner. If you're the operations partner, um, definitely he's been you know one of the best HR professionals I've had the opportunity to work with. I appreciate his perspective, especially because um, I think at times it's divergent from ours, right? And I think that's another thing that we kind of talk about when we did our inner circle segment and we talked about iron sharpens iron, right? You have to be able to surround yourself with diverse perspectives, perspectives that you also trust that you know have your best interests at heart, right? In order to make the most effective decisions um, as, a, as, a, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a man. Um, and Ricky's definitely one of those folks that falls into that category where I want to bend his ear. Um, and I know he may not, see, we may not see eye to eye, but the information is going to be, you know, helpful to kind of color how I view the situation and help me make a more refined decision, man. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, he's the, the most HR inappropriate HR professional. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just uh, real, real quick shout out to, uh, to you, Devon, on the nostalgia for the uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, sort of. I don't know if I don't know if a lot of people peep, man. But this is a show that, uh, growing up in the '90s, uh, for myself, had me on ice. And I, <laughs> and I mean, uh, just the, the, the flicker of the candle or the flicker of the uh, the, the match. match. Once I saw the imagery there, um, you know, it's really interesting how like that same concept of like. Are you afraid of the dark? I mean, we're adults now. I can't say that I'm afraid of the dark for many reasons. I got home security now. I got some night lights right about the crib. You walk by, things are, you know, turned on. Right? They illuminate. But, they illuminate. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, 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 but it, it's also interesting, right, how, like, that same, like, replace dark with, with where we are right now as adults in our lives, as career professionals. And, and you're afraid of the unknown. Um, and you're afraid of what's unlikely. And, and that kind of references back. Um, I believe there was the, the, a central focus on like, what should you focus on? And then there's that that circle that you guys created. Right. The things that matter, the things that you can control. And then in that very middle, just that fine alignment. Right. Is like what you should focus on. And I think a, a, a item that I learned from Jimmy a while back is I used to approach Jimmy with just these like fears of the unknown and he would have to recalibrate me. And it's like, man, like, why are you so focused on the things that you cannot control? Mm -hmm. um, and so now whenever I even inch towards that side of like the things that, that I can't control, Oh, I got to like reprogram myself and I hear Jimmy's voice. It's kind of scary. He kind of I'm about to say, that's the horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jimmy shows up in the book, you man, like, why are you focused on that? Like, oh, man, okay, yeah, let me, let me switch my mental right now. But uh was just kind of really spot on, man. So appreciate the nostalgia uh, and, and, and making it just even more relevant about things that we fear. And I'm sure as entrepreneurs that there are so many different things that like uh, you, you might you know, have a fear of the unknown. And and I'm not an entrepreneur myself, but I, I work with a lot of people who have started businesses and have uh, gained some success. And so, yeah, I, I'd still lean on those individuals because they're pioneering things and they're tackling things and, and can appear to be fearless. So it was a, a really good segment to touch on. So just wanted to shout that out real quick. No, that's, that's a, a good point, man. That was one of the, you know, the things that we focus on, right, is embracing the unknown. So when you're looking to make decisions, 
don't allow yourself to get to get paralyzed or you're thinking about so many things that could happen, but they're not real. Right. And, and you allow that to to stop you from moving forward and making a decision. So just embrace yes. it, man. embrace the unknown. There's going to be uncertainty in life. That is a fact. Uh, but embrace that and, and and lean into it, lean into it, have fun with it. Um, you know, do your research, make a decision and then just run with it, man. Yeah, man. What I think is dope, too. And I, I appreciate um, and I know you can relate to this. All both of you guys can relate to this as creatives. It's always dope when people like pick up on like the creative vision you you play like you put out there and like they draw the connection like oh he did are you afraid of the dark not because of dark but the unknown and da, da, da. right so that's always uh dope to hear but um it's crazy man just how much and i, I know our lead our legacy leaders can relate to this if you've been following the podcast and if not as you go back through and you listen man there's just so much inspiration that you know we're able to glean from interactions with, like with with our kids you know what i mean um and again we go back to that legacy you know word and you know family faith finances fitness right well for that family component right um man i just get so many like great micro lessons about these broader themes um for entrepreneurship for you know decision making tackling the unknown navigating your inner circle all of this other stuff from like just random interactions and conversations that I have with my boys, whether it's Geo, whether it's Linux, uh, both of them are characters in themselves. And yeah, for uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Again, it really came from these interactions I've had with Geo where, you know, he knows what he wants to get after, but it's on the other side of that door and that room is not lit. And him standing in the precipice of that door will be like, but it's dark in there. It's like, <laughs> yeah fam like it is like so what are your what are your options what can you do about that right and so often as entrepreneurs that's exactly what we're faced with right like somebody can come and give you a million dollars worth of game and say hey fam go through that door right there i know what you want to get after i promise you on the others it's in there you don't know how deep that room is you don't know exactly which corner is in but i promise you want everything you go through that door what you want is in there and we get to the door, we open the door, and it's not lit. It's dark. You're like, man, but it's dark in there. All right, so what are you going to do about it, right? Because what you know for a fact is that on the other side of that darkness is exactly what you're going after. So how do you illuminate it? How do you overcome it? How do you navigate it? How do you nav- overcome that fear of the unknown? And, you know, again, just kind of like with Geo, you may find out that the light switch to illuminate the entire unknown for you is only a couple steps away. You know what I mean, but but you're too concerned about standing in that you know that front door and afraid to take that first step, concerned about what's going to pop out, and you know it's really about shifting the focus on you need to be more concerned about not getting what you what you ultimately have uh, decided that you want to go after and executing on your vision, man. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, it's, it's it's cool to hear you like just kind of call that out, and then also just to kind of recall that man that how often family and these other interactions pepper all of these stories and these things that we break down for our legacy leaders and our entrepreneurs out there um and bro and they just be they super organic like unintentional like just how it happens it's like uh i know rico can relate to this it's like when you when you get uh you know that inspiration for like a dope bar and you were like bro i wasn't even trying to set up that punch but like it just came <laughs> like it just wrote itself you know what i mean um so it's always cool when those things happen i don't know that life but 
I can feel where you come from. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, the the it's funny though. The the same way that, and I've expressed this, like my my appreciation for somebody who can write with his poetry or writing lyrics like that, and just watching that process, and even organically how stuff comes. Like I've told you, like you know, we had conversations. I'm like, bro, like that story that you just gave was just dope. How you know we're talking about this concept, and you tie that into something that happened with Lennox or Geo. Um, it's just it's 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 just awesome how how those things you know happen during our conversation. So um, I'm not trying to pat us on the back or anything like that, but again, it's it's cool to see that creative process and how things within our life definitely come into play, which is what we're trying to continue to bring to our viewers and our listeners out there. Uh, so for those that are rocking with us live right now, again, thank you for joining. Uh, this is Cold Brute and Convo with your L3G coaches. Uh, we are live on Podbeam, giving you a breakdown of season two. Uh, as our last episode of season two, the off season just dropped today. Uh, the vidcast. If you're rocking with us on YouTube, if you're not, please go to Legacy Leadership Podcast and subscribe. Uh, the video and the video from the last episode will be dropping as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, but we're going to be shutting it down for a little bit. Now, we do have uh, another uh, Cold Brew and Convo that will be coming out uh, next week. So we'll be back again next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Uh, we're going to have another guest, Anthony uh, Vaughn, who is uh, an entrepreneur himself. He is founder and CEO. Um, and, and works with brands uh, and the, the company uh, specifically is the E1B2 Collective. Uh, so employees first, business second is a whole premise of that company that T has. Uh, and we're just looking forward to, to having another brother on here with us and talking about his business, uh, his entrepreneurial journey. He started about 19 or 20 with his first business. Uh, so very excited to, to get him on here and hear his story. Uh, and again, with any tips and strategies that he may be able to provide to our entree leaders out there. Um, you know, real quick, hey, Rico, yeah. I think it would be dope too, man, just thinking about who we're going to have on for next week. And specifically, you know, I know uh, Anthony's focus is around like how when you prioritize the employee engagement, using employee engagement as a driver for business results. Um, and thinking about the, you know, my brother's keeper um, group. I know Chris, um, shout out Chris, um, who's a real estate broker for us in Boston, is talking about navigating right now some of the complexities of, you know, trying to repeat a winning season. We know how that is in sports, right? Like after you get the rings, like, where can you do it again? So trying mm -hmm. to repeat a winning season, navigating this, this uh, interesting real estate market, dealing with, you know, how competitive the real estate industry is right now with interest rates being so favorable and some of the challenges that his guys that are on the street right um you know selling and making deals or having to to deal with he may get a lot of value um out of next week's cold brew uh, episode and being able to join that and just hearing what anthony has to say about how to you know live, use engagement to overcome maybe some of those things right because uh, i think sometimes as entrepreneurs too like where we fall short when we um when we're pressed for results is we double down our efforts on the performance management and driving the results and maybe there's there's more ROI, more bang for our buck as an entrepreneur and doubling down the amount of time we're putting with our people in order to be able to drive those results. So that was a quick thought. Um, 
And then uh, the last thing I'll say to uh, Jimmy um, is because you mentioned just how cool it is to see those things come to fruition when we're talking. And it's not about patting ourselves on the back. And I agree with that. That's not where we come from at all, man. But I think what it does speak to more, and I hope hopefully our, our listeners out there um, resonate with this, is just how everything that we talk about when we get on here and we turn on these lights and we you know hit play and stuff like that and we break down these concepts, like it's just like every other piece of great creativity or great piece of art it comes from lived experiences Mm -hmm. you feel me like it comes from like what we've experienced what we've gone through that's what we're pulling from these aren't scripted conversations we're not writing out what we're going to talk about right like we know a general theme just like any other conversation you know what you're trying to talk about and you're you're contributing based off of your experiences and your perspective right and so i think that's always cool to see how these things come to fruition so that people understand the authenticity how organic it is. And more importantly, like when we talk to you about, you know, living as a leader, we're following, we talk to you about legacy, when we talk to you about navigating as an entrepreneur, growing your business, dealing with those growing pains, all of that stuff. This is not the theory. You know what I mean? We're not coming from a place of theory. This is not guys that are reading out of a book and saying, all right, chapter one, um, dealing with conflict, right? And reading those things, like that's not where it comes from. We, we come from the place of, Fam, we have those bruises. We've tried to navigate uh, conflict within our inner circle and done it right and done it wrong. And let me show you those things. Let me share with you those things and pour into you so that you can see the way, right? And you can learn from our experiences. And so um, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't call that out, man. Is Like you said, it's, you know, it's not about the victory lap. Far from that. Uh, even though the marathon continues. Shout out, Nipsey. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about that. It's, it really is about how just uh authentic and organic that these conversations are right because we're trying to pour into our legacy leaders those entrepreneurs out there experiences that we've had because we want to see you in too man like that's what it's all about like we want to pass it on to see you win. yeah so that's that is fact this is um uh, i gotta i think devon what you said is spot on i i have a grievance that i have to express uh to you all and i think this is probably the best time to address it uh so um legacy shit does uh these these cold brew convos and so um man uh, just just the wealth of information that you get from there and, and i've been uh i've had the opportunity to, to tune in and go live or just be a part of the audience right and, and i'm there and i'm engaged what, what are y'all doing i'm not i ain't getting to it yet i'm trying to plug the setup, in the setup is long. carry the torch i'm trying to carry the torch right now right um but no honestly i've seen you guys even take it a step further and you're, you're pouring into this valuable lesson, uh, you're setting up people with information that otherwise that, that you would have to pay for, right? Uh, in, in some instances, but again, you're, you're, you're giving a lot of that raw, authentic uh, experience that like people usually just don't take the time to do. So I just wanna express that there's a lot that I've gained from that from personal self, all right? I'll close the book on that. Let's get into this grievance now. So uh, Jimmy and Devon, are, they're built a little different when it comes to cold brew and actual like the consumption. So I switched to cold brew um, <laughs> and actually tried to, but the, he's doing it right now. I don't understand. It's like 7, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Oh it's God. 9 p.m. Eastern. It's 9, it's 9 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. And it I'm still sipping on my cold I'm brew. I'm in Austin, Texas. So look, guys, uh, take it with a grain of salt. 
cold brew convos, you're going to get a lot. That doesn't mean that you have to try to switch over and consume this level of caffeine that had me tweaking. That had my girl looked at me the other day. Mariella, shout out Mariella. She looked at me the other day. We, we actually went and bought some, and I have some like, uh, you know, organic uh, oat creamer that I was splashing with it. I take a sip, man, and I'm like, what are these boys on? <laughs> and this is my, like, you know, Yo, 9 a.m. That's water, like, bro. Ready to do my work, so I can't even understand how you're consuming this right now. <laughs> so it, it's two-tier, right? It's cold brew combos. It's going to give you a whole lot of elevation in life. What you don't want it to do is elevate your blood pressure. So <laughs> keep that in mind, audience. When you tune in, it's uh, just just a lot of good stuff overall there. But yeah, all jokes aside, that that was uh, yeah. It, it's really great that you guys are continuing with those. For sure. Hey, boy, you funny man. Um, so if you know me, you know that I am a peanut butter fiend, and I'm also a bit of a caffeine fiend. Uh, so yes, this does not. There was only one night. It, it may have been like a month ago. I was talking to Stacy and and shout out to my daughter Elena, recent graduate of University of Central okay, Florida. Okay. Headed now to FSU to start a master's program. Yeah, shout out to that girl. Um, and to Nia, to the youngest one, she just graduated from eighth grade today. She's going to be starting high, high school. school. Uh, and of course, gotta can't forget about my homeboy, my boy, my son. Firstborn Christian doing his thing in Boca Raton, finishing up uh, as he continues on his journey to become a veterinarian. Um, but I digress. So, like, there was one night in particular where, like, man, like, I was just hyped and I was up and I was like, you know what? I said, I think I do have to watch drinking that coffee because, like, I just, it was one of those nights that it got me. <laughs> but usually I can drink coffee and I can go right back to sleep or go to sleep and it's not a problem. So, um, hey, just wanted to I, save I the audience. You know, yeah, no, <laughs> just wanted to save the audience from that, man. But just, yeah, just for sure. We're trying to look out for y'all. We're yeah. trying to look out for the folks that, that are out there with us. Um, so pay attention to, to next week's uh, Cobra and Convos. Brico, we'd love to have you come back. And y'all, for the folks that are with us, if you have any questions, if there's any golden nuggets, any moments from season two that stood out to you that you have a question about that you want to mention, if you want to jump on with us now, there is still time for you to do that. Um, but as uh, as we kind of you know start to land this plan, I do want to uh, to just talk about you know what's what's to come. Um, we're calling this the off season again, but don't fret. There'll be a couple more cold brews. We have uh, bonus content that will be put on the YouTube channel uh, and probably as well on uh, with on Podbeam. We'll just drop some some bonus episodes uh, mm-hmm. as well as we again kind of go behind scenes and continue to work. What I was going to say earlier is. While there is a wealth of experience that Devon and I bring to the table that we, we glean from, we pull from as we have these conversations, and it's not theory, um, we have studied and we continue to study. We've mentioned it, and I'll mention it again, that like we're behind the scenes, like we're studying right now. We're going through so that we can, even though we feel very confident in the skill set that we bring to the table, but we also felt like, you know what, now nah, we need to go do some more studying and just get certified as legit uh, entrepreneur business coaches. Um, you know, one, it's it's credibility, but that's how important what we do for our folks out there is. Um, so while we have experience, we still study and we're still in the books, we're still holding each other accountable and going through that process. 
Uh, so definitely more to come on the services that we're going to be able to provide uh, for entrepreneurs and small business owners out there. Um, but man, we're looking forward to, to season three uh, and, and coming better, coming stronger uh, and additional content uh, that we're going to be providing in different ways for our folks out there. Because uh, we do give a lot of content that is on point. Uh, that costs you nothing but to listen uh, on any major platform, any podcast platform, or go on YouTube and watch the videos uh, and get the, the visual component there. Um, but we have a lot more content that we want to be able to provide, some behind-the-scenes footage, some additional footage. Uh, we have a lot of concepts that we've just broken down, mind mapping, perseverance and grit, decision making. Uh, so we have ebooks that we're creating as well as our own book that we're still working on from season one. Uh, so we're going to have a way that we're going to be able to provide that content uh, for you to invest in, to invest in yourself, invest in your development, uh, and also invest in the Legacy and Leadership podcast and its L3G crew and what we're doing uh, and help us to continue to take this to the next level as we help you to take your business to the next level. Mm, well said. Um, any details or, or I don't say details, but some high level overview that you want to provide from your perspective? <laughs> no, I think you saw, I think you summed it up neatly, man. And it's just about, you know, continuing to, you know, one of the things that, you know, our, our legacy leaders out there have just kind of shared with us, right. Is that, you know, we are, you know, we've been able to build out community, our community and our tribe in several different places, whether you're following with us um, on LinkedIn or the Facebook group, or you know, you're rocking with us on socials, or you're in YouTube, or you're following a Podbean, and we've been blessed enough, fortunate enough to be able to, you know, find our folks and be able to build in all of those spaces. But I know a lot of folks out there really wish it was just a one-stop shop where they can consume it all, right? Where they can get access to everything. And then for those that kind of like how we are, because I really mm -hmm. firmly believe the the best leaders, the best entrepreneurs, the, the most successful business folks are ones that also understand the value of investing in themselves, right? Because investing in myself as a leader is, is going to be paramount to me being able to properly invest in my business. Um, and so I know that there are folks out there that are also looking for ways that they can get more focused or more specific content, more, you know, um, curated, you know, catered content. Um, that they can apply directly to their business that we want to be able to provide a means for you to do. So, um, you know, be on the lookout as, you know, uh, we look at finding the best platform to facilitate that um, and uh, really, you know, create a space for our, like a unified space for our tribe to live. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if, you know, if I think about, um, you know, I'm a history buff for those who don't know. Um, and I think about, you know, one of the challenges that, you know, the barbarians always face, right, is that while they culturally were all a part of, you know, kind of, the, you know, the, the same, um, you know, tribe, because they were so segmented and dispersed, you know, they didn't get the benefit of the power in numbers, right? Um, and that's how I feel a little bit about what we built with our legacy, you know, leadership tribe. You know, we got folks that are only rocking, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever the case may be, right? But we need to have power in numbers, right? We need to build a central place for our tribe to convene so that we can really get the benefit of iron sharpening iron, investing and encouraging one another, um, and really, you know, celebrating success as, you know, we, you know, build out, um, you know, just these, you know, these phenomenal 
uncompromising entrepreneurs that we ultimately desire to, to, to you know, help build, develop and grow. Um, and so be on the lookout for that, for where that safe space will be. And once we build it, we're going to drop y'all the bird call so that you can come through. <laughs> so you can come through. Uh, and join um, and really connect with your folks, man. Um, and that's what you know. That's what's on the on the horizon. Hell yeah! <laughs> Yo, appreciate you uh, you all plugging that in, fellas. I, I just want to quickly just express for me, it, it has been uh, great watching from 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 an audience perspective, and um, you know, coming into terms and just like where I'm at in life. Um, I, I don't I don't identify myself as a leader right? Um, that there's like people management and things of that nature. And as those pathways are, are being created in my organization, I realize that those are the things that I'm running towards. Um, I'm still trying to um, increase my individual skill set. I think that there's a lot for me to do to learn uh, as a student of the game. And I think that that's how I also approach Legacy Leader. Um, so for anyone else that's listening out there, you don't necessarily have to be the person that is leading people, but this is going to give you the, the, the right amount of steps to moving towards that direction and sort of building out that confidence and, and getting that perspective from experienced learners. Um, and this is where I kind of turn to you guys for this. And ironically enough, that Brothers Keepers group, um, I don't do that to lead it. I do it because like, I need it for myself, right? I, I need to continuously humble myself and surround myself with people who with people who can push me forward. And um, I think that's the, the consistent theme that I've seen that you guys have created. And it's definitely influenced me in that way. So uh, super excited. Looking forward to, to more to come there. Awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. Uh, for our legacy leaders, our entree leaders, you know, if you don't know, I will remind you, this is a podcast where we help you and teach you how to be a leader worth following, which is about self-leadership, how to develop others to do the same, which is about leading a team. And then doing so, leave a legacy for future generations. Uh, so just remember that the life that you live is the legacy that you leave. Thank you for uh, our folks that were on here live with us. We appreciate you again. Thank you, Rico, for joining us. Uh, this is the first time, but definitely will not be the last uh, for our legacy and entree leaders out there. Uh, as always, God bless y'all. Stay encouraged. I might rap on it. <laughs> you have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and lead a legacy worth remembering. Until next time. Rage on that beat, going crazy. Peace out, y'all.